Ready? Ready? I am ready now. All right. Welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host, Kaylin Clothier. How are you? Oh man, it just keeps coming. And don't stop are you coming. Just as, don't like, stop coming. Are you just as emotionally riled up as like last time we recorded? I'm not sure because we had a season finale and a season premiere last time we that recorded. That is true. And this isn't, but it still keeps up the energy, which stop. is good, but bad for my psyche. All right, well stop. Okay, so in these two episodes, stuff happened. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Right. Some good, I'd say some good stuff. Yeah. Some bad stuff. Yes. Some gross stuff. Ooh. Some meh stuff. <laughs> meh. Yeah. Meh. Oh. All right. So, uh, what should I say is we're still on Orphan Black. Yes. We're still on season two. Yes. We're talking about episode three, mingling its own nature with it. Okay. And episode four, governed as it were by chance. Nice. So uh, we're just gonna we're kind of gonna go. I'm gonna talk about Sarah like for about the first half, and okay. then we're gonna go into other characters because the main arc is kind of Sarah's, and then yeah. other characters do stuff. Right. Yeah, Sarah's kind of holding the bulk of the. She's the main right? character technically. Yeah. So, uh, but we start out. Anybody remember the last episode? Uh, Sarah and Kira drove away mm-hmm. from the bird watchers. Yes. And Mrs. S murdered them because they were dead. Because well, no, they weren't dead when they ran away. Well, yeah, because yeah. Mrs. S. Mrs. S. took care of that. And they got Felix, and now they're uh, off. Yes. Doing a thing. So many things are happening. Yeah, so now they're in a truck, and uh, so they're sleeping in a, They're sleeping in the truck. Felix is not a fan of camping, as we see. Mm-hmm. I, I relate to that. I also don't like camping. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually gone, like, real camping. I've, like, camped down in front of, like, people's front yards. No, I've gone like real camping like once or twice, and yeah. I've, it was only for like a day, and I could only stand it for a day. Although, I like, I forgot. No, I did go camping on the. I went on the Appalachian Trail one time, and I went camping. Oh yeah, oh that's cool. I hated it so much. Yeah, no, I don't like camping. If you do like camping, that's awesome. That's I've been a really to like cool summer thing. camp, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, because that's kind of like you have a cabin. I think camping in a cabin sounds fine. Yeah, I. You know what? The outdoors are great. Love the hiking and stuff, but also I like indoor plumbing. Me too. Really like indoor plumbing. Yeah. But, uh, and they realize like they need to get food. So they, this is important. They go to a general store first. Yes. And they, they do this lovely thing that's, uh, everybody should really do. Uh, Felix goes in to, you know, take some stuff and they distract mm-hmm. the owner with Kira attempting to steal candy. Yes. They use the child as a distraction, but she's really good at it. She's really good. Look, Kira, when she grows up, is going to make a great detective or con artist mm-hmm. or both. Both. Why both. not both? Why not both? Just like keep <laughs> do like psych, like cyclical justice. I, know, I think the general store owner like knows what happened. Probably. Yeah. yeah no, he figures it out. And later. Sarah kind of gets upset because like you know she doesn't want to have to force her daughter to do this. Yeah. But like they were desperate. Right. And they need to eat. They do need to eat. So Especially as the little kid. So as they're doing this, uh, Sarah is uh what's she doing she told me to talk to felix and says like i know this area i've been here before there's a bunch of cabins let's just find an empty one yeah and stay there and let's like you know give her a bed yes which sounds nice so we do that and we get to a cabin it's a nice cabin yeah got all the amenities okay we're gonna stop there right now and i'm gonna basically go through everybody else's uh whatever happened because like it wasn't a ton if some of it was really important but it wasn't a ton of stuff right but we're gonna go through it and then we're gonna get back to sarah sounds good uh, do you want to talk about poor Allison? <laughs> oh, Allison. Uh, 
Look, Allison, Allison's not doing well, guys. Like, no, she has, she's got a lot. She's dealing with a lot she's right now. She's paranoid. She's got a musical. Her husband is her monitor. She yeah. thinks there's another monitor because Angie kind of wants to, like, become. Yeah. Angela, Angie, the, the, the detective who was partnered up with uh, Art. Art. And, you know, I feel like she's made so you don't like her. <laughs> she seems like I'm just, like, not supposed she's to like her. She's kind of like, I'd say, like, she's basically Art. It's a bit colder. Yeah, she's she's very dedicated to the cause, and because she does, she's not in on any of it. Like she doesn't get it, but I she's think like trying very hard. So Art was also kind of like in on the cause, and like yeah, wanted to help us together. And I, I love the line where Angela's like, "You're now like betraying two partners." Yeah, and I'm like, "He's not betraying Beth." Yeah, like he's actually, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like a thing it. of just like Angie's is kind of like that cold-hearted bitch. Yeah, and Art's there's a bit more caring, so like you can trust him more. I, I feel like like Angela is the the hero of another story. Like, yeah, it, definitely. It, it, that same exact character, but in a different setting that does not involve clones. Like she would mm-hmm. be, she's a great detective. But being in this story, she's got it all wrong. Yeah, I know. Like I was about to say, I know like a lot of people really don't like Angela, yeah. which I get. Yeah, I think considering like much later on, mm-hmm. I don't hate her as much. Okay. But like, but because she's trying to get in with Allison, Allison now thinks they're getting her another monitor, and yeah. they know what happened with Ainsley, and she's just freaking out. Yes, she's calling everybody for help. Yes, nobody can really help because they're kind of dealing with everyone her. has their own stuff to deal with right yeah, now. Yeah, like literally everybody, and it's like real shit that they're worrying about. Yeah, it's bad, guys. It's <laughs> and she's got the musical, which involves a dead body. Yeah, yeah, but she's the she's the star of a musical that we talked about last time. Uh, so, but it's opening night. Yeah, and she is hopped up on many bottles of alcohol and yeah. pills. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's not good. No, she's yeah, she's she's deep in that rabbit hole. Uh-huh. And uh, we get to opening night. Donnie's there. Felix shows up, which is you know, good on Felix. Yeah, yeah, because because earlier on, um, Sarah and Felix kind of have a they have a fight, which fight. we'll we'll get into why. Okay, later. But uh, yeah, so that's why Felix is back with Allison, and uh, she performs it, and she's a bit uh, tipsy. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, she's out of it. And as she's singing, she's singing like with a lot of raw emotion, mm-hmm. and then she just falls off the stage. Yes. And we don't know what happened exactly. Well, like we know she fell off the stage, but like we don't know like if how she. We'll get to like what happened in the next episode yeah. with her. But it, it just you're kind of like, oh, yeah. Allison. Yeah, she needs help. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't like what I, she, she she's an alcoholic and druggie. Yeah. Because I was trying to think about it, like, maybe for a while, and I feel like if her, like, she was probably fine, and then all of this shit just happened to her, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of intensified, but, like, some people, like, when that happens, they kind of go to other stuff. Right. So she's got a problem. She does. She does. Mm-hmm. Poor Allison. All right. Uh, let's talk about Cosima's plot line, which is actually interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, doing some lab stuff with Delphine, Crazy Science. Yes. And uh, they find a video of uh, a another clone. Yeah. Video diaries from another clone named uh, Jennifer Fitzsimmons. Yes. Who, uh, she seems nice. Lovely, lovely woman. She seems like a sweet lady. Okay, we probably said she seems like she was a lovely woman because she's dead. She's dead now. Spoiler alert. She died from the illness, though. The illness. The mysterious illness. The mysterious illness. That plagued the German lady. And you kind of see, like, different sides. Like, you see, like, when she's, like, a beginning. I actually remember this. This was actually part of a promotion for season two. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, they showed, uh, they had, like, this, like, video clip of, uh, the beginning part. 
where she yeah. was like really all like kind of like you know what I'm hopeful blah 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 and like being like happy and peppy right and she, then yeah because her video diary starts off well I'm not sure if it starts off yeah she gets help from the diet institute well right? first she's like saying like they found polyps on her lungs and she yeah. they were you know that kind of thing and then they so it's like a side by side thing so they showed that like kind of like I'm hopeful that like I have this problem but I'm hopeful I'm gonna get better and then they had the one near the end where she's like literally like about to die yeah and that one feeling so hopeful that enough. one was rough Oh, that's hard. That's yeah, hard. that's a hard watch. Yeah, like literally, you just see kind of like the like the from the video diaries I've seen. You see her being hopeful, her with her boyfriend monitor, and then like her. I guess because they were trying to use like uh, I don't know if it was like chemo to use because like she loses all her hair. Yeah, they say later what it was, but it's a type of treatment, and I think it's, it has similar effects to chemo because she loses her hair and something else happens. Oh, she and the. She gets like some gross. She, she gets like gets some like sores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it's kind of depressing just to like see like this really happy girl just go from like no, I'm done, I'm gonna die, aren't I? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So that's fun. Yeah. And Kasim is also greatly affected. Mm-hmm. It's not going well, but uh, they have her body, and they're gonna do an autopsy. That was depressing. Yeah. Especially the part where they reveal the body, and it's kind of just like look, looking at you, just yeah. like dead. Yeah, imagine like <laughs> like unveiling your like lifeless corpse and just staring at it. That's fun. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Uh, and then we do the autopsy and uh, they do see some sores and they see, uh, this is interesting, they see bigger like tumor kind of sores. Like cyst thing. Not cyst. Cyst. They're not cysts. They're uh, like polyps. Yeah. Polyps. Like, and like, like but they're really like bigger and more mature in her uterus. Yeah. Which may be where they originated, which could explain infertility. But I, I brought up the question. Uh, if it explains the infertility, does that mean there's a couple clones out there that can't get sick? Mm. 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 Think about it. Mm. I say a couple because now we're going to go to Helena. Oh, my. <laughs> Everything that happened with Helena. Oh, no. I know, Like I was saying, like, Nari's starting to feel bad for her even though she killed people. Yeah. Like, well, nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves. We'll get to what happened. We'll get to exactly what happened in the next episode because that's when we fully figure it out. Yeah. All right, so Helena's still back with these, like, Prolethean people. Yeah. And she finds out nothing really that much happens, um, but uh, she finds out that Tomas is dead. Yeah. And uh, she talks talks to the Hendrix daughter, Gracie, for a little bit, and Mm -hmm. it kind of seems like Gracie's still, like, in the old ways and keeps calling her it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Right. And then we see, like, uh, Hendrix kind of trying to talk to Grace about Stuff as like Art's taking pictures. Art doesn't really do much this episode. He's just like kind of finding the Perlethians. Yeah. Would you know? Good for him. Yeah, he's doing some scouting. Yep. And then we get to this marriage ceremony. Oh my God. That was so creepy. Do you wanna? That was okay. Yeah. So there's like, they have this ceremony thing and like everyone's dressed in white except the guy's wearing like some nice tuxes and they dress Helena in white. I'm not sure they got it like that. And she's obviously, she's. Obviously sedated. Mm-hmm. Like, she is out of it. And they, mm-hmm. they do this kind of, you know, they have very ceremonial. They have the thing that they say. And then they, like, tie their hands together. And it's with, like, the dad guy, right? Yeah. It's with the dad guy. So it's not even, like, I thought originally it was just going to be with one of, like, the young men. Like, maybe the one that we already knew about? Like, that we yeah. knew? Like, uh, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, Marky Mark. Mark. I thought it was going to be that guy. But I'm like, oh, we're one of those hyper-religious polygamous cults. I get it now. Well, okay, so, but, like, if like, you think about it, like, was it just, like, so that it didn't, because, like, I guess, yeah, I guess it's kind of polygamous, but it was, like, it's yes. definitely polygamous. Yeah, it's, like, spiritual marriage. Yeah, so that, that actually, I feel like explaining, like, 
if if you look at it through the guise of it's like a polygamous kind of cult, the the power structure and everything like starts to make a lot more sense when you just think about those types of like super hyper religious where it's like one man and then like eighty seven wives and it's all like a big hunk and mess. I know. I watch a I watch a good amount of escaping polygamy. Yeah. So uh <laughs> So that was fun, wasn't it for you? Yeah, I was oh my god, I was so uncomfortable the whole time. I'm just it. more uncomfortable with the fact because like she was in a hospital Helena was in a hospital gown for a while and then she put this and then yeah. she, who dressed her? Yeah. I hope it was at least like the women. That's what I'm saying. I hope it was the women. Oh, I feel well. like it was probably the women. Yeah, Hopefully. Yeah. And then so they have this like weird spiritual marriage ceremony. Yeah. And then they carry her off to somewhere, which we will get to in the next episode. Yeah, there's a creepy that like the scene and I feel like it's a theme with um however kind of Helena's uh point of view shots are are shot. It's like very distorted and like very sh- shaky and unsteady. Um and then you see it's kind of like, you know, carrying the bride through the fresh threshold like across the threshold. What, were you, what were you thinking was happening before we but like I know like when we're like well you finished the fourth episode so you know what happened. What do you what do you think was happening? Okay. So well obviously well like okay, so you know, guy, guy lady get married and then he carries her across the threshold in the wedding dress and then they do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I'm like so that's why I'm like uber uncomfortable. Especially because, you know, like, Helena's sedated pretty much. Yeah, she done roofing and got married. Yeah. Like, this ain't Vegas. This is this is a cult. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Who do you like more, Prolethians or Dyad? They're both bad. Yeah, well, you, you asked me that as we were watching it, and you're, yeah. like, you're like, who are you more scared of, the Prolethians or the Dyad? I'm like, oh, the Prolethians. Obviously, the crazy, creepy cult people yeah. I am not okay with in any capacity. Well, we'll get to more what happened to Helene in the next episode. Always vote against creepy religious cult. Yep, anyway, uh, let's get back to Sarah, shall we? Oh, yeah, I'll steal that. All right, so they're in this cabin, and it's uh, around nighttime, everybody's sleeping, and uh, somebody comes by, and it's the person who owns the cabin. Yeah. This isn't good. And yeah. Felix is trying to wake Sarah up. Yeah, he's like, we got to get the gotta, hell out of here. But then, and then the guy, like, you know, obviously sees somebody broke into my house. Yeah, he pissed. And the tries to attack Felix, mm-hmm. and it's a, uh, I'd say, very handsome man. He's like kind of a mountain man. Like mountain a, man. Like a secluded mountain man. But uh, we Rustic. find out Sarah knows him. His name is Cal. Yeah. And uh, basically she robbed him of $10,000. Yeah. A few so, years ago. A few years ago. Well, a few years ago. I'd say about eight years ago. Huh. If we're going to say that. Because then Kira walks huh. down. Yeah. And she's just like, look, it's just my friend Cal. And then Kira, being the resourceful person that she is, says, are you my dad? <laughs> Yes. And Sarah doesn't confirm or deny. Well, I love the looks on everybody's face. Because, like, Cal's just kind of like, oh, I bet you say that to all the men. And, like, being kind of cute. And then Sarah just, like, gives him a look. And he's just like, fuck. Oh. And then Felix is like, fuck. Oh, no. Because Felix doesn't know. Felix didn't know. He doesn't. He didn't. He I never I, knew. I don't, nobody, probably nobody knew. Nobody knew. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Like, were you, like, are you, like, 100% sure? Because, like, there was a scene, like, the next scene, like, which was, like, during the day. Because at least it was nice enough to let him just, like, sleep there for the night. Yeah. And, like, she basically says the timing fits like she's yours. Yeah. Were you, like, thinking, like, maybe she's not 100% sure or no? Uh, no, I, 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 I was buying it. Yeah, me too. And, uh, but so now we have this new character, Cal, played by, um, I don't know if it's pronounced Michael or Mikhail because he's Danish. Okay, how do you spell it? Is he, like, actually Danish? Yeah. Oh, he's like a Danish actor. Hello, Dutchman. Hooray. Uh, M-I-C-H-I-E-L. Could be Michael. Michael. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, he was born in, he was uh, in the town near Amsterdam. Nice. 
Uh, did you recognize him? No. He's what been else is he in? He's been in stuff. Like, uh, actually, around this time, he was also in Game of Thrones. Okay. Well, I don't watch that, so. Yeah, you don't. Uh, he's been in a bunch of... He's, like, one of those actors, like, I feel like if you've, like, seen him and stuff, he was in World War Z. Who uh, was he in World War Z? Alice. Oh, I don't remember. Um, he's also played a guy named... Do you remember the... I told you about the movie that he was in The Age of Adeline with Blake Lively. He was, okay. like, the, the main guy there. He was yeah. in... That one Reese Witherspoon movie. He was on. I think his other big thing was he was in the show Treme and Nashville. Okay. And like Eslin like starring or recurring roles. Hmm. So oh, he's in the Harley Davidson show too. Good for him. Nice. Good for him. So he's been he's been in stuff. Yeah. Good been around. Yeah. And uh, what are your thoughts on Cal? I think he actually seems like a really nice guy. He seems like he's an honest kind of dude, mm-hmm. and so far I like him. But of course. Don't I don't sh- trust anyone on this show. Except for the clones. Except for the clones. And Felix. Yeah. And Kira. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Even then, I don't trust, and, any- and Art- I don't trust anyone 100%. And no Art- one. I and- want to trust Art. I like Art. But uh, we, we actually, we do learn a bit about Cal. He um, actually did, He uh, he's actually really smart. Yeah. He created like bee drones for like pollination to help with that. Which is awesome because bees him. are a cornerstone of our ecosystem. And if the bees die, we die too. Anyway, this has been my PSA. Thank you for listening to First Reaction Fan Reaction. However, his partners uh, wanted to sell to the military. So yeah. they bought him out. Yeah. And now they shoot like drones. It's bad. Now it's so like the, the bad So drones. he's a bit like bad, like upset about understandably stuff. understandably but like no, so, but i think this, cabin. i think what this shows is what will probably come up in the next episode is he has a bit of connection to the military then yes keep anyway. that in mind keep that in mind got it and then felix is obviously upset at sarah for not telling him who who his niece's father was yeah and the fact that like he, she like probably like led them to this cabin like on purpose which right. I think is, I think like she, I don't know if it was a hundred percent. I'd say it's about like eighty five percent on purpose. Yeah. Like she knew that they were in the area and was like, I'm just gonna go here. Mm-hmm. And like it's clear that like, I think it's pretty. It's kind of clear that like when she was with him, she definitely liked him. Oh yeah. Like a good amount. Oh yeah. And that she trusts, she trusts him because mm-hmm. like she's willing to like let her you know, daughter stay with him. Like mm-hmm. she trusts him enough. And Felix is a bit upset, so then he leaves. Hence why he's at Allison's play. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found out, like, later that night, uh, uh, Cal and Sarah are talking, and he saves her ass from a cop guy. A nice cop guy. Yeah. Who didn't deserve what happened to him. No, he seems like a friend. Was. He's shaped like a friend. Anyway. Oh, no, not anymore. But uh, we find out that she basically, uh, when um, they were being, I think, I don't know if they said this, but like, she was basically with him for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And then had, like, all of his information, but yeah. only stole about ten grand. Mm-hmm. And but she could have stolen for a lot more, but didn't because things got complicated, which later leads on to the sex. Yes, which like compared to like most of the sex that's been in the show, like even like with Paul, it yeah. seemed a bit more romantic. Yeah, it seemed two people like really connecting there. Yeah, like nice. I'm kind of I'm kind of happy because like you know Paul's kind of out of the picture, mm-hmm. and like I I was like kind of like rewatching it, like it kind of really did seem like Sarah was like that into Paul. Yeah. If you think about it, she was kind of just like, it's kind of just like stress sex. Yeah. At first, she was just doing it to like keep up, you know. Appearances. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, I'm really stressed. Let's just. Let's just go for it. Bang away. Yeah. But like, you know what? Good good for Sarah. You know what? Yeah. Be with a nice guy who's probably can like be away from all of this and like, if you need to, take care of your daughter. It's important to have a nice baby daddy. He seems so nice. (laughs) 
Anyway, back to the some bad stuff. So it's the next day, and uh, they're, the family's having fun. Kira goes out to feed the chickens. And then uh, Daniel, who's been like kind of following them around, remember, was uh, somebody who worked for Rachel. Yeah, that and, guy. And has been following them around, like finding them, founds them, finds them, tries to take Kira. Kira doing the proper thing and screaming for her mother. Yes. And then Sarah bolts out the door. Uh, Daniel just like points a gun at her, basically saying like, "Nope, like we're, no, I'm taking the kid. Mm-hmm. Don't take kids. Don't do don't, that. Don't kidnap. Kidnapping is bad." Uh, she kind of like gets him down a bit. She's gone. Uh, like makes makes him let go of Kira. Kira runs to Cal. Yeah. And this is kind of when I started really liking Cal. And like, if he was gonna tur- if he w- turned out to like be a bad guy, he probably could have done it here, but didn't. Right. Which is like literally, he takes Kira, puts her in the house, and then gets a shotgun. Or yeah. a rifle or whatever, and is like defending the house. Yes, I'm like, good on you, man. Very nice. But uh, this guy's, but Daniel's got uh, Sarah, got a gun pointed at her, and mm-hmm. basically, and uh, they're gonna uh, drive back to the Diet Institute, which is, you know, that should be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time because we really like those people too. Well, they're driving back, and uh, Daniel finds the picture. And he wants to know who they are, and then uh, they get hit by a car or a truck yeah. on Daniel's side. That should be pointed out. Yes. And then the end. And that's it. That's it. How are you feeling? Oh man. Oh that's- man. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I did mention there was a couple things. Like the only thing I didn't really mention was that uh, the bird watchers get burnt alive. Not uh, burnt alive. They're dead. Yeah. Yeah. The Prolethians burn them. Yeah. They the Prolethians come in. Because, you know, they were in contact, obviously, and then they're like, oh, crap, got to burn that evidence. So it's like, oh, well, and down. then they, that's it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was a good episode. I mean, it had some part where I was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, did you think, like, I guess, like, one thing I wasn't expecting throughout this entire show was like, oh, we're going to meet Kira's father. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, I was thinking about that, like, kind of off and on, Um just kind of like, oh, I wonder if that's something that, you know, is going to, that can either be a plot point or that can either be something that we don't worry about because it's not relevant. And as we see, it's a plot point. It's a plot so, point now. Uh, yeah. But I think I like the addition to him as a character. It doesn't feel like they're shoehorning in characters or they're just trying to add people to the cast or if they're just trying to throw in some drama. Like, it feels like a kind of organic addition. So yeah. I, I like it so far. What about the stuff with all the other clones? You're worried about Helena. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Because I was really creeped out. I'm telling you, I don't like I don't like them hyper religious cults. I don't like them. Does anybody like them except all. for people who are in them? I guess not. But I'm just real like. Ugh. I feel like there's probably worse ones out there. Uh, saying is there worse ones out there? Like in, sure in real not? life. Yeah, uh, but that doesn't mean <laughs> this excuses any of it. Yeah, about like, and then we learned some stuff with Kasima. Allison's just a mess. Allison is just a mess, yeah. Her whole thing is just her whole thing, but she's still entertaining to watch. I feel like the fact that she's kind of, like, in, like, public and, like, surrounded by, like, some people who care about her, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's probably going to be okay. Yeah, hopefully. But, uh, um, but yeah, and then the stuff with, like, like, the science stuff I find actually really interesting. Like, I'm, I'm like, ooh, like, it's, like... I don't know. It's like a mystery kind of, and I really like that. I think my surprise, like watching this episode, is that I'm not, I am not grossed out by like like horror movies and like when there's like blood spatter and yeah. like all that gross stuff. Yeah, I'm grossed out by medical like blood. Oh, okay. I find like I cannot watch most medical shows. I can't watch. There's a couple exceptions, mainly mm-hmm. one. The only exception really is House. Mm-hmm. But I can't watch them because I hate medical stuff, and this didn't really like gross me out that much. It grossed me out a little bit. I don't know why. It's just like if it's anything medical related, I'm just like nope. 
Yep. Yeah. I'm good. But uh, yeah, we did learn a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think these two episodes fit fit really well together. So yeah, we should talk about talk about episode four. Yeah. Shall we? After this break. Okay. And a word from our sponsor. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's take a minute to talk about our sponsor, DeepDiscount.com. Let's do that, shall we? All right, DeepDiscount.com is a great way to uh, buy some cool movies and TV shows at really great prices. Yes, yes it is. We've been talking to them for a while, but that's because there are so many things to buy on DeepDiscount.com and so many great options. And we are still in the month of March, and for the entire month of March, you can get in on that Shark Madness sale, which is really good. They have all kinds of movies and TV shows. Uh, just go on the website, scroll through some of those categories. You can find anything you want. Some action, some adventure, some comedy, some anime, if you're into that stuff. and uh, You listen to us, you probably are. Yeah, true. I mean, you seem... I don't want to stereotype you, but you seem kind of like a nerd, dear <laughs> listener. And it seems like you might like that sort of thing. Yes. Yes, it would. DeepDiscount.com also has some new releases uh, just out on March 20th. We have Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And that's that new one. And I was super nervous about it, but you, you kept telling me about it. You said you liked it. Was it was such, it was probably one of the funniest movies I saw in 2017. And that is saying something, I yes. guess. Because, uh, you know, there's some there's some good movies in 2017. There was a lot of movies in 2017. There were. So go to deepdiscount.com. Check out Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which is just about 20 bucks on nice. Blu-ray. Not too That's a movie that I, I'd probably want to own and, like, re- I mean, but that might become just, like, one of those movies that, like, I'm, like, maybe, like, making a list of, like, travel movies. That would be one of them. Because it's just, like, a nice, fun, funny movie. And sometimes you don't need anything serious. You just need to sit back and watch something fun. Yes. Oh. And everybody loves Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Everyone. That's you can't, true. Statistically, you can't not love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That is true. Can we still call him the Rock? Do people still call him that? Sure. All right. You are my Dwayne, my Rock, my Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many shows, so many choices, Blu-rays, DVDs, and even 4K that ultra hd and all are at great prices go to deepdiscount.com support our sponsor and be good to yourself buy your favorites and watch what you want when you want check it out thanks deep discount thank you and we're back yeah episode four of season two of orphan black you feeling good i'm i'm feeling ready more stuff was progressed uh, we're going to kind of go with the same format. We're going to talk about Sarah for about half of it. Okay. And then we're going to go talk about all the other characters. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll go back to Sarah. Yeah. So Sarah wakes up after the car crash. And I feel like, here's guys, here's some advice. If you want to, like, save somebody, car crash isn't the best thing to do. It's a thing to do. Because, like, Sarah's fine. Mine is, like, probably a bump on the head. Yeah. But it turns out who crashed into the car. It was Cal trying to save her. Yes. Good on you, man. Yeah, he came back he to save so the nice. day. I, I like I like him so far. You're concerned. I'm always concerned. You're concerned. But uh and Daniel's knocked out, thank God. Thank Jesus. I love this thing, cause like you said like she's smart for a second because she like grabs his phone, the picture, and his gun. Yeah. And but does not really check the pulse that well to see that he, if he's dead or not. 
She just says, I think no. he's dead. Yeah, she does. She just kind of like, like, yeah. kind of taps him and it's like, I, is he dead? This, to be fair. A, I feel like there's a problem in this show. There's a problem in this whole show where people don't know how to properly check a pulse. And I think we should create some kind of PSA of how to properly check a pulse. Well, one, I think Cosima knows how to check a pulse. Yeah. Two, Sarah was just in a car accident. Mm-hmm. She might not be fully thinking straight. A lot have a lot happened in like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So you know she might not be hundred percent thinking straight. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. But then uh, there's like a police car coming because oh we forgot to mention this in the last episode Daniel killed the nice cop. Yeah, his name was Tommy. Didn't deserve this. No, he did not deserve it. Like, <laughs> nope, did not. He was so just bring, trying to be yeah, a good dude. I bring this up because like Sarah's like holding the gun. It looks like she's about to like shoot the cop if they come towards her. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. And then Cal points out, you're holding a murder weapon. And she's like, fuck. And then throws the gun back. <laughs> Man, I don't know if that's the smartest move. Maybe like throw it in the wood. Well, then the cops might have found it. Mm-hmm. Eh, who knows? And then they hide the car and Daniel. Yes. And they're driving back to somewhere. They're not going back to the house because that would be dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, Cal just wants to know what's going on. And like says, like, look, I'm in this. What's going on? Like, where? Like, who's after you? Yeah. So that's interesting. And also, uh, like we said, Sarah took Daniel's phone. And at this point, uh, Rachel doesn't know what happened. Mm -hmm. So Sarah's thinking, all right, maybe I can just like text her saying like as Daniel saying we're good. Yeah. And then like keep them off the trail for a little bit. Right. And uh, we go somewhere else that uh, I guess Cal, I would say like it's surprising like how much stuff Cal owns. But then I'm remembering like I think they sold, I think like he got bought out for a good amount of money. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. And uh, he basically, uh, Kira's safe. Yeah. He told her to hide. And she did it. And she did. She done did hid. Yeah. It sounds It sounds like he's being a pretty good dad. Yay. Yay. Really jumped right into that role, huh? You know what? Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Because some men wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And uh, he's got a uh, camper? Mm-hmm. RV? I don't know. Is there a difference? It's... Uh, not really. It's a camper. All right. Whatever. I think the one thing is interesting is that the, it's not in his name, which is interesting. He might just, I feel like he's trying to just like, like hide and be off the grid as much as possible. Yeah. So it's not in his name and they're going to take that and uh, say that for a bit. Mm-hmm. And we are driving away and uh, we're going to get, we're going to get Wi-Fi and also we're going to talk to Kasima about some stuff. Kasima doesn't do much this episode, I uh, would say. Not really. She's just kind of... She said, I feel like sometimes, like, a clone's going to have, like, a good, like, plot line for the episode, and sometimes they're just going to, like, be there to help out. Right. So that was Kasima this episode. Basically, uh, Sarah talks her, shows her the picture. Yeah, and Kasima's going to try to get info on Project Lita. Yeah, and we learn about what Lita and the swan was. Yeah, which is a, it's a mythology thing. Yeah, Zeus came down as a swan, and, uh, (laughs) as Kasima put it, got it on with with this queen. Yeah, which, which happens a lot in Greek mythology. Now we say get it, but we say now if we're going to say uh, Greek mythology and get it on, might mean another term. I, I was saying like unconsensually getting it on. Oh yeah, yeah. Because if you know them, if you know them Greek gods, they really just love to do it. Like if you actually read the story of Medusa, guys. Yikes, guys. Oh, I was talking to a friend about this. Like I was saying, like the way I learned the story of Medusa was just like Medusa was like being so pretty. She's like, I'm as pretty as Athena, and then Athena got pissed and turned her into oh. Medusa. Guys, that's not what happened, guys. No, it's not no. what happened at all. No, it's not what happened. We're not going to get into it. No. But look it up, guys. I like, I like Greek mythology. It's interesting. Yes. Yes. But yeah, so they're going to look into that. 
Uh, I think something also be pointing out that Kasima says Alita sounds military and there's a soldier in the picture. Yeah, in the background there's a dude with a gun. So maybe connected to the military. Kasima's going to find that out and uh, Sarah has a favorite ask of Cal. Mm-hmm. And basically she wants him to take care of Kira for like a few hours while she goes back home to find some stuff. Mm-hmm. Just saying that. Um, and also, and Kira says like about her mom and gives her... I don't. I think we we're talking there in this line, but like uh, Cal's like doing origami, yeah. And Kara says like an angel, and Cal says, "Well, I was thinking a butterfly, but sure, we'll go with angel." Yeah. And uh, gives Kara has a thing for angels, and gives it to Sarah before mm-hmm. she leaves. And then she finally tells Cal that she, uh, the company she's after is the the company that's after her is kind of the dyad. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of a weirdish look. It's not like link. It's kind of lingering. Yeah. On Cal. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, the camera kind of stays on Cal a little bit. We're supposed to take in his expression, which is like, okay. Well, I kind of noticed, like, when she says diet, there's, like, the music note, but it's not, like, a full, like, all, like, there's not, like, a long pause, and then he says something. He kind of just says something immediately. Yeah. So it kind of, to me, sounds like, okay, he knows what the diet community, like, what the company is. Yeah. Like, but, maybe. But he's not, like, connected. He's not, maybe. like, a hundred. Maybe that's where his company got sold to. Maybe. You know? Or or he's, you know, horrible and we don't know. <laughs> Let's hope not. Anything is possible. Let's hope it turns out like Art, who's actually a really good guy. Yes, please. Please? My son. Nope. Nope. And, yep. Uh, do you want, okay, let's go to, okay, so that, we're going to stop with Sarah for now because then the rest of it's kind of, we'll get, we'll get to her that's near the end. Uh, we'll wake up with Allison. Mm-hmm. And she looks uh, bad. Yeah, like her hair is all messed up. She's still in her outfit from the play. She's got a cast on. I don't know what she broke. Probably something. Probably fractured an elbow or something. Yeah, and uh, she throws up uh, a lot. A lot. Sounds like she's probably detoxing. Yeah. But she wakes up like somewhere. She doesn't know where she is. Yes. And she's kind of freaking out. But then this uh, nurse comes in and... uh, she thinks, like, it's something with diet, and she's like, well, what is going on? Yeah, she wants to speak to Dr. Leakey. Yep, uh, turns out this has nothing to do with diet. Allison's in rehab. She's just in rehab. To be fair. That's probably a good place for her to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. she's got problems. Yeah. I think it's just, like, the fact that she's just, like, bottling everything up, which kind of doesn't help with that, and just, like, using all of this not good stuff to cope. Yeah, this is a bad coping mechanism. And uh, she points out, because uh, uh, Felix comes to visit her, because she thinks that, like, Donnie institutionalized her. Yeah. And then Felix's like, no, you need to, like, consent. Yeah, like, there's consent I think involved. there's, like, some forms of, like, if it's, like, if if somebody thinks, like, you're in endangerment to yourself, mm-hmm. then it can be involuntary. Right. But for the most part, you got to consent. And she, yeah. uh, it sounds like Allison is, like, has been in, like, a blur for a while, because she says she didn't even remember the curtain going up. Yeah. So she's been out of it. Yeah. For a long while, but mm-hmm. uh, Felix says, you know, let's just like stay here for a week and then we'll get you out and you'll just be like refreshed and good as new. Yeah. So that's kind of her plan. Mm-hmm. But then Donnie shows up and she's still upset with him and Donnie's just being Donnie. It sounds like, like, what are you thinking about the fact that like Donnie's a monitor and like what he's doing? I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like there's stuff we don't know about Donnie and I'm like kind of curious because I'm like, I don't know where it's going to go. I feel like it's going to go somewhere or nowhere, and I'm, like, really trying to figure it out. But, but uh, yeah, he brings up a point, though, that's saying, like, according to his, like, something with, like, his lawyer, and basically saying, like, 
I don't think you should be around the kids. Yeah. Until you, you have to finish the program or else you're not going to see the kids. Right. I don't think he's wrong. No. I'm not saying the kids, like, I'm saying, like, maybe, like, for now, don't see the kids. And maybe, like, halfway through, if she, like, like is, like, actually taking this seriously. Yeah. Then she can see the kids. Mm-hmm. And then, because, like, we got to think about the children. The children. These poor babies. <laughs> They've been sitting with their grandmother a lot. Oh. Oh, no. These poor children. Oh, so it looks like Allison's probably going to be forced to stay there for a while, which is probably the best for her. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Because, you know, she needs it. Mm-hmm. God. Anyway, okay, before we get into the one thing, uh, let's talk about Mrs. S, who's back. Mrs. S is back, yeah. Hooray. Uh, we meet up, uh, if you remember, the, the guy you were like through Sarah in the trunk in the second episode, his name is Benjamin. Mm-hmm. He's a, he is a genuine good guy. Because uh, he didn't know about uh, the bird watchers turning. Yeah, he's not. He's not in with the bird watchers. He's like his own. He's just does stuff. I love the line. Like uh, Mrs. S kind of sneaks into his car and being like, "If you were, you, we wouldn't be having a conversation. You'd be dead." <laughs> yeah. And uh, she wants to go. To, she needs to go. To, she needs the paper. She needs to go to London because uh, she was looking for Carlton. Mm-hmm. But Benjamin says, um, "Like he's here. He got in a week ago." So uh, Mrs. S decides to. Uh, Get into something a bit more, uh, shall we say? You can say it. I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say it like uh, a bit more not grandmotherly. Oh, yes. Yes. Very nice. Yes. And uh, as I'm going to use her word, she sees a pint and a pair of tits. Yes. And she knows that's where he's going to be. That's where he's going to be. So then she like checks the bathroom and they have like this nice conversation and it's like it seems a bit intense. Mm -hmm. And then they bang. Yeah, they do. And it's like kind of like like I love it. She's like my room's upstairs and she's kind of like like what you gone soft and they're just going to do it there. They're just going to do it. And there's there's like something really great about this on like a on like a meta scale because like Usually, like, Hollywood has this whole thing with ageism and, like, older people can't be sexy unless you're, like, an old man doing it with a younger woman, which Mrs. happens Mrs. all the time. Mrs. S is, like, hot, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so you have this, like, lady who's, like, probably, like, old by Hollywood standards. She's really not that I old, think... but she's, like, a grandmother in the show. But also, uh, and then she's getting this on this other guy, and it's, like, old people doing interracial sex, and that's awesome on just, like, early medicine. And I know that Mrs. S lied, but yeah. she's been through stuff. So you know what? Good for her. Yeah, just get it on. Get it on with like obviously like some, I don't know if they were in a relationship or or they were just having sex. Yeah, but it sounds like they just have sex. Uh, sh- uh, so the actress Maria Doyle Kenny's fifty three. Okay, so you know, good for her. Yeah, good for her. And uh, after the sex, uh, they t- uh, they're talking, basically talking, and they said they need to find somebody. I can't. We'll be right back after I find this thing out. <laughs> Oh well, they basically saying they need to like look for. I think it's like a for like the free man or like the free bird or something. Yeah, the the uh oh, like the yeah. What was that guy? Like the drop off guy or something? Yeah, like this one guy. Yeah, this dude. And that's why that's kind of why Carlton's there and uh, doesn't really know much else mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, sounds like he knows less than Mrs. S. Yeah, but basically just says um. Mrs. S just kind of says, take me to him and or like whoever it is and we'll right. be good. They need to start somewhere. They need to start somewhere, so take me there and we're good. That's kind of what happens there. We'll find out more later. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really digging this this side plot with Mrs. S because she knows stuff and I want to know what she, she knows. She knows stuff. Do you think like, what do you, like, are you? Um, what do you, like, I don't, I don't know because it seems like she's hiding stuff. 
But she's telling stuff for a good reason. There's stuff that she knows, but yeah, there's like, stuff she's that she def- doesn't know. She's definitely still being a mother and, like, still obviously loves her kids and yeah. Kira. So, like, she's kind of doing this. Because, like, she basically says, like, I need to find this out before Sarah does so that, like, I can help her. Mm-hmm. Cause, so, that's, so it sounds like it's still coming. Because, like, even the second episode, she says, like, I'm, I've always been on your side. Yeah. So she's doing this for her kids. She's the best mother. <laughs> she's so good. Uh, You want to get into a little bit of Helena? Yeah. All right, yeah. So we're we're back at the cult count comp Polythian compound. Yeah, thing. Whatever that place is. She's a bit. Uh, her head bit hurts. Uh, hurts a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Hendrick's Hen- Hendrick's wife. That's gonna get annoying. Yeah. Uh, I forget her name. It doesn't really matter. So it says like, "Oh, you were sedated," and Helena's like saying like, "There are all these people around me," and she and like the wife who I love is also horrible. Yeah, just a terrible person. She, like, you know, is telling her that, like, no, no, it's, like, because you're injured. Yeah, That's yeah, why everything's yeah. weird. Yeah. And uh, that kind of thing. And they're kind of, I don't know if they're, because they still see Art, like, taking pictures. I'm not sure. They're not, like, that worried about him, though. Yeah, because, you know, in their mind, there's nothing to see. Well, even though there is. Yeah. I still, I don't know if they think, like, that he is, like, fully connected to, like, if he's just a cop. Yeah. Or if he's, like, connected to, like, the clones. I don't know what they know. Or if he's just, like, some dude with a camera. <laughs> No, no, they know he's up to something. Yeah, they know he's up to something, but they don't know his affiliation. But, and then Helena keeps saying, and like, yeah, so Helena's still like muttering stuff and she's a bit concerned. There's also a wedding ring on her. Yeah. Ew. Ew, gross. She's, yep, she's polygamized now. And then, great job. Their sweet daughter Gracie comes into Helena's room and uh, tries to kill her. She tries to smother her. Like, all Othello style with the pillow. Like, yep. And then uh, Helena pretends to be dead. Yeah. Gracie also does not check a pulse. However, she's in a religious cult. Probably doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> so, Sucks for you, Helena's faking dead. And then when uh, Grace starts walking away, she, like, chokes her into unconsciousness. Yes. And then runs off mm-hmm. and is trying to, like, get out of this place. Yeah, she's trying to get the hell out of there. And then we go, she got, ends up entering this, like, one room and, like, it kind of looks familiar to her. It's, like, a lab room and we start getting flashbacks to yeah. what prob- what happened. They, yeah, they like, mm, yeah it, they they took her eggs. Yep, they took her eggs. Yep, gross. Yeah, yeah, yep. Ew. Ah, Woo. how you feeling, buddy? That's yikes. They done did it. They done. I don't know if they took all of her eggs, but they took a lot of her eggs. Probably not all. Probably not probably all. enough to do things with them. That's but really, huh, they get ah. Yeah, I was about to say, but as we're saying, ew. Yeah. You know what's, like, nice? Like, the fact that, like, the villains of this show, their main, like, evil thing is fertility. Yeah, it's so, it's interesting in a way. So, Elena kind of figures, semi-figures out, like, what happened. Not figures, fully figures it out. Yeah. She kind of has an inkling, but then she escapes. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And then Art sees her, and he kind of is like, oh, crap. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> I think he's in shock, so he doesn't dumb, do much. He just, like, lets her run. Yeah. And then everybody in the compound, like, finds out what happened, and uh, Art does shock the guys with his copness. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, shouldn't you have a permit for those guns? And they, they they just kind of ignore him. And then they go off to find Elena. At least they gave her a bit to run off for a bit. So, yeah. yay! Hey. We did it, guys. Yeah, something's going on. Anyway, back to Sarah. Yeah. So she goes back to the house. And uh, Felix is also there. Yeah, and Mrs. They're, S's house. Yeah, Mrs. S's house. And they're just, like, looking through some of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Trying to get some info. Get uh, some deets. Yeah, they go back on the picture of Carlton, and they find some newspaper clippings 
that uh, one he was the one that doesn't really matter is that like he was in uh, Carlton went to jail for human smuggling, which we kind of already knew. Yeah, for about fifteen years, and then also there's a paper about some scientists mm-hmm. who died in a lab explosion. Yes, and they are names are Susan and Ethan Duncan. Duncan. So same last name as Rachel Duncan. That bitch. So it looks like they might be her pa- her adoptive parents. And probably either, and we kind of get this confirmed, like looking at the picture from Project Lita, that that's probably them in the picture. Yeah, it looks just like them. Yes. So they might have, it sounds like they might have also, because like Rachel's like kind of like the self-aware clone, they might have actually been the head of this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that Sarah decides she's got a little bit of time before she has to go back mm-hmm. to go to the to Rachel's apartment. Yes. To see uh, what it's like, to see like if she can find anything on them. Right. So we go there. Hooray. And uh, she's talking with Felix and Cosima about, because she gives the information to Felix to give to Cosima Mm -hmm. and finds out more about, uh, uh, not Rachel, Susan and Ethan. Yeah. And they seem like really smart people and that they raised, uh, they raised Rachel. And I love how like Cosima basically describes like there would have, since she was a self-aware clone, there would have been this like entitled sense of narcissism and like she would have. Not had much emotional attachment and like that kind right. of thing, but it's like uh, we're saying that's like paired with like this video. Yeah, there's a bunch was, of VHS tapes. There's a bunch of VHS tapes, and it's like paired with this one video mm-hmm. of uh, like Rachel's kid like playing with her parents, yeah. and it seems like a very emo- emotional attachment. So yeah. like it seems, and the fact that it was in the VCR, yeah, kind of seems like she has a real emotional attachment to these people, right? So something interesting about Rachel, yes, she's a human, even though she doesn't act like one. Well, I think, well, like it's pointing out that like she wasn't raised like in a lab without right. emotions, like nobody caring about her. Sounds right. like she's these raised people. like as like a normal person, and then her parents got died in a lab explosion. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that that yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I can mess someone up. Yep. Anyway, surprise, surprise. Later on, Daniel's alive. Yeah. And goes because, back to the apartment. Because we don't know how to ch- properly check a pulse Again, in it was a panic situation. Oh, boy. So we go back. So Daniel's back at the apartment calling Leaky, basically saying, like, I didn't find blah, blah, blah. Rachel, uh, no, Rachel. Sarah's just, like, trying to get out of there. Doesn't work. Daniel catches her. Mm-hmm. Can't kill her, as we've said. Mm-hmm. But does knock her the fuck out. Yes. And ties her up. Yep. And uh, once I th- it's torture. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about Daniel is that I'm not. Sure, did we talk about? Did you mention this? That he is Rachel's monitor, and they they oh, kind yeah, yeah. of got it on. He's Rachel's uh, love boy slash boy monitor. Toy. Yeah, boy toy, and but also monitor. So he mm. monitors her for legally. So even Rachel's not above it all. Okay, we'll go with that. Anyway, or is she? Who knows? But. Uh, we start off with the torture. He's got a straight razor, and he just, like, cuts behind Sarah's ear. Yikes. I don't know, like, what's back there. I uh, feel like well, a- not a lot of muscle, like, not a lot of fat, so it, it would hurt a lot. Yeah. It sounded like it did. Yeah. But then some music turns on. That's weird. hmm And then uh, Daniel goes out to check what it is. There's a scuffle. That we don't see. That we don't see. There's some stuff, like, falling over. And then Daniel's covered in more blood, and it's dead. Yeah, he's So Daniel... He's R.I.P. But guess who killed him? We hardly knew ye. Guess who killed him? It was Helena. Helena. Just like this like creepy look of just like this like wedding gown and blood. Yeah. 
And especially since last time that Sarah saw her, like she had shot her. Yes, I love. I love. <laughs> and she her was look. also dying on the floor. So you know the like the the expression there is amazing. It's like, just kind of like <laughs> like the, like the holy oh what? It's like a mix. It's amazing. Like she's in pain. She's tied up. This person's come back from the dead. There's it's, a lot going on. It's so much going on. Yeah. But uh, so Helene is a bit of a mess. And I kept saying, like, Helena, drop the knife, please. Just drop it. <laughs> drop the knife. Yeah. And uh, then she basically says, like, to Sarah, I need your help. I think they took something from inside me. They did. They did. They did. Spoiler. And it was like a hug thing. Yeah. And it then, was a very interesting moment. Well, yeah. And Sarah's just, like, super upset. There's a lot going on, There's guys. There's so much going on. And then we go back to the – for the final bit, we go back to the Perlethians. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not good, guys. Because basically, like, after Helena said they took something from inside me, we're like, oh, yes, they did. Yep. And now they're fertilizing it. Yep. They got the eggs, and now they're going to try to make a good baby in a test tube. Ew. That's bad. Ew. That's scary. Look, I'm not saying, like, if Helena wants to have babies, that's fine. It's just, it should be consensual, though. Yeah. Yeah, with her permission. Yeah, like, what? Like, just, like sometimes, sometimes you might get a good answer. Just ask. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, man. At least it wasn't like a wedding night scene. Oh. Like, at least it wasn't that. But uh, actually, it's still kind of a, a form. I would say it's still kind of a form of rape if you think about no, it. No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. No, it, this definitely falls under some kind of degree of rape. Like, <laughs> yikes. <sighs> Don't you love yikes. it? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I hope it doesn't get worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, I know you are. Yikes. It's okay. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm so skewed out by that whole thing. I'm so, it's so like, uh, yikes. But uh, things are really happening, huh? Oh, man, we're like on with this project leader stuff. It? Mrs. S is going to get, I, oh, I'm really excited for Mrs. S's plot line because that's going to be fun. Yep. I'm excited for it. Yep. Anything else? Uh, did you have any like favorite moments? Anything you're super concerned about? Uh, well, I'm concerned about everything. Yes. And everything and anything. So, uh, yeah. Yikes! Uh, just I'm just curious to see where everything goes because this Danny guy he's dead now. So we're well, what's gonna happen with that? And then we got these uh, we got these twins back together. So what the hell's gonna go on with that? There's so much gonna happen. He's also dead in Rachel's apartment. Yeah, Yikes. that's weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. that's it for those episodes. Did you like these ones a lot? I did. I did. You know, um, the the premiere of season two. I I didn't know. Like, I say this um, in the last episode. I feel like when you get into a second season, you can go, like, really heavy with the lore. And I was afraid that it was going to go too much towards that way. And it was going to lose some of the feeling that the first season had. Like, some of the more grounded feeling. But Mm -hmm. I think with these episodes, they really struck a a good balance. Mm -hmm. And it didn't feel... Like, I feel like it still had some of the energy that the first season had. But um, with balancing the new plots of the second season. So I really like how it all kind of turned out. Okay. Yeah. Want to do a comment corner if we have? Uh, yeah. Well, did you have thoughts on the episode or what? Oh, no. I really – I for some reason, like, the third episode is kind of one that, like, I've gone back to a lot mm-hmm. to just, like, rewatch. I don't know why. It's just kind of, like, one of those episodes that, like, if I need – if I just like, want to watch an episode, I tend to go to that one. Yeah. I guess because I, I just find it interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think episode four was an episode, like, I didn't appreciate for a while. Like, I didn't enjoy it fully. And, like, kind of, like, looking into it more and going back to it. Yeah. I like it a bit more. I like it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really do like these episodes, and this season's about to get a whole lot more interesting. Oh, man. There's so much happening. All right. All right. And it's time for a comment corner. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I'm going to just read a couple because I'll try to, to spread these out across the next couple episodes. Uh, let's see. I have one from Pat the Man who uh, commented on a lot of our chorus stuff. So thanks for coming back for from Black. And he says, uh, I thought that Ainsley's husband's name was Brad. Am I wrong? Uh, you yes. are. His name is <laughs> Chad. Either way. Either way. Both names probably is skewed with super good looking men who probably cheat on their wives. Hashtags not all Brad. Ha- Brad's Hashtag, hashtag not all Chads. Is it, I, I know some nice Brads. I know some nice Chads who, who wouldn't do that. Maybe. I I know a couple when I was younger. But I don't really talk to them anymore, though. Uh, or like I didn't even talk to them before. I just like, knew who they were, but they anyway, were nice. Anyway, shout out to my friend Brad. <laughs> <laughs> who I just texted like three minutes ago. Hey. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I have some more comments from the lovely Michaela Diaz who comments on all of our reactions. Thank like, you so yeah, much. Yeah, we look, for, you know, it's always nice to, to open our We're happy you're a fan of Orphan Black, it. as it yeah. seems. And Legend of Korra, too, because she was also commenting on a lot of our Legend of Korra stuff. So it's cool to just have you stick around. And who says, yes, I love your reaction, girls. Can't wait to see your other reaction. The show is amazing. Yeah. Another one says a similar thing. Can't wait to see your season two reaction. Well, we are reacting to season two right now. Let me tell you. Things are happening. They are. Everything's right. fine. All right. Uh, I think we'll keep the other, the rest of the comments to the other episodes. Okay, doke. We'll wrap it up. All right. So that's the end of this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can subscribe. Yeah, do that. Leave a like and comment and turn on your notifications because I've heard they've been messing up with that. Yeah, yeah, like, get your notifications so you know when the heck we're posting things. And just a reminder, if you comment, we read those on the show like we just did. Like, literally, that could be you, your face here, or your comment right here on the show. Yep. Sorry, I'm doing something real quick. If you uh, want to like other stuff, like our social media stuff, we're on Facebook at Witty Clothes Productions. Yeah. So like us there. Mm-hmm. Leave a comment somewhere on a post. It's fine. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Where we don't like tweet out so randomly. We just kind of mainly just like tweet like, hey, we have a thing up now. Yeah, we should start doing that. <laughs> Probably should. <laughs> Follow us on, on Twitter to see what, what kind of exciting stuff we'll post next. We are at Woody Clues. Um, also, we have an email, which is WoodyClothes at gmail.com. So if you want to email us anything, like questions or something like that. Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah. Um, also, we have a Patreon. And if you want us to do more po- different kinds of podcasts and support us on Patreon. Yeah, we got so many ideas. That's under that's that's uh, Patreon at Woody Clothes at Patreon.com or some I forget how that goes. However, just look up the Woody Clothes and you'll find us. Yep. So support us more. Hopefully, uh, when we get to the fifty dollar mark, we might we might be starting a, a lifetime movie uh, podcast because we love to torture ourselves. I I'm weirdly excited for that one. Oh my god, me too. To it. <laughs> it's gonna I be can't a good wait. Time. And uh, is that it for social media? I think that's it. Uh, support our sponsor. <laughs> Deepdiscount.com. I don't know if we can say that, but I'm putting it in. Okay. But you don't you can delete it if we don't if you don't want it. Yeah, okay. All right, and uh, that's it. Yes. All right, we'll be back next week with uh Orphan Black, season two, episode five. Ipsa scientia protesta est. Okay. I, I think it's Latin. And yeah, that sounds very Latin to me. We're gonna go with that. Okay. And season two, episode six. Uh, to hound nature in her wanderings. Okay. Sounds so good. one of them I can pronounce. Yeah. I didn't take Latin, guys. <laughs> All right. Listen to us next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.